of the WOR Sports Zone with Pete McCarthy and guest co-host Sal Licata. My pleasure to be joined right now by the manager of the New York Mets. Uh, it is Mickey Calloway. And uh, Mickey, how you doing out there in San Diego tonight? I'm doing well. You know, we had a chance to kind of, you know, relax this morning. We got to meet some of our sponsors at a little luncheon, and uh, we're just getting to the field and ready to play a game tonight. Right, so you're meeting sponsors, luncheon. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot that goes into being the, the manager besides putting together the lineup before the game, huh? Yeah, there is, uh, and I really enjoy it. It's uh, It's been a really wonderful experience so far. I know one of the things you wanted to do early, and you talked about with Sandy Alderson when you interviewed, was changing some of the culture uh, here with the Mets, and I think a lot of that has been evident. How close would you say you are to getting the culture around this team exactly how you dream it up and uh, you know what you, you want ultimately? You know, I think every culture evolves, um, even when it's going well. You know, you have to continue to, to get better and better. And, uh, you know, guys get stronger and stronger as you go and you start developing those relationships. But, uh, you know, I can't ask for anything more so far. These guys have been tremendous. You know, they're out there running every ball out, um, playing together. They're playing to win. They never give up. And as long as we can do those things, we have a a talented group here that can succeed, uh, you know, probably beyond what anybody expected. Before we get into specifics, Mickey, and obviously there are a lot of them, and we've had a chance to watch you manage for 23 games or so, and there's been a lot to go over here, and we'll get to that. Have you learned anything yet? You know, first-time manager, I know, again, only been a few weeks here. Is there anything that you have learned on the job so far this season? Oh, yeah, I've definitely, you know, I learned something every inning probably. You know, we're always talking about situations and things like that, you know, how to better communicate with players, what we need to be thinking about in-game. Um, so, you know, you're, you're constantly learning and, and every game in baseball is different. So you learn something from those, uh, situations that you get put in every night. So it's been a real big, huge learning experience. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's really fun to do that with these guys. Let's start overall. You got out to a great start, still have a good record, still sitting in first place in the NL East. But last, uh, last few weeks here, or I guess the last week or so, been struggling, lost six of nine, lost a few series in a row. And it goes back, Mickey, to me at least, to that Nats series, that Monday night game. Cabrera hits a big home run. You guys looking like you're taking off here. And then it gets away from you. You mentioned it yourself afterward, not having to go into a tailspin. Hasn't been a tailspin, but I feel like you guys haven't really recovered from that. It's been two different teams since that moment. Do you think that loss is still carrying over here? Or you, what else would you chalk up to the, the difference in play prior to that loss? You know, it's it's. Uh, I think it's a couple of things. You know, I think that uh, obviously during a season you're going to have ups and downs. And I think we're on a little bit of a downswing. Um, the good thing is, is we're not letting it fester. It's, you know, maybe two games at the most. Uh, we have to stop that, you know, two-game streak tonight and make sure we get back on the winning side of things. You know, and another thing, we had both of our catchers hurt, you know, and I think since they've been out, we're four and seven. Um, you know, and we, you know, we're missing their at bats, uh, and we're missing some of their leadership. You know, anytime you, you know, lose guys like that that are kind of leading your team behind the plate, you know, it takes its toll. Now, our guys that uh, replaced them have stepped in and done a great job defensively and things like that, but you still miss those leaders. And we're talking again with Mets manager Mickey Calloway. I know you said when Jose Lobaton and Tomas Nito were going to be filling in for these few weeks for uh, Ploiecki and Darno that you just wanted the defense. But these guys, they're four for 40. They're batting 100 uh, in these games here. Have you, even you been disappointed by what you've gotten from them offensively? 
You know, it's it's it is what it is. Um, you know, I think there there are two guys. You know, especially Nitto. Uh, he's getting his feet wet in the major leagues. He's such a young guy. You know, he's never been above double uh, A as far as being in the minor leagues. Uh, you know, I had a few bats in the big leagues last year, but uh, he's learning his way through. And uh, you know, it's it's uh, the situation we're in. We're not complaining about it. We'll deal with it. But uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to see a little bit more offense. It it. Uh, you know the bottom third of our lineup right now is uh, is kind of tough, so uh, we're just trying to weather the storm and uh, do the best we can. Well, I know one way <laughs> fans have talked about uh, quite a bit that you could get some more offense in there is to find a way for Brandon Nimmo's bat to get in. And <laughs> I know Adrian Gonzalez is hanging tough, but you have the potential opportunity to move Jay Bruce to first base and get those at bats for Brandon Nimmo. Is that at all uh, becoming an option for you? You know what? I think that uh, we have to be prepared to do that at some point. Um, you know, Jay Bruce has taken some ground balls at first, uh, and we just want to be the best team we can possibly be. And if getting Brandon Nemo more at bats um, does that to us, then I think we're, we're going to do that at some point. The 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 problem is, is you know, we have uh, other guys that need at bats too. Lagaris deserves to play as well, um, which is is a good problem to have because you have a lot of depth on your bench. And we just have to, you know, figure out exactly how we want to, you know, construct our lineups every day. Well, you could platoon them, right, and and get both Nimmo and Ligaris more at bats. At you know, I guess it would be at the expense of Adrian Gonzalez at first base. Right, and and you know, Adrian Gonzalez brings a lot to this ball club from mm-hmm. you know defense at first, his ability to pick the ball at first. I mean, unbelievable on bunt situations, and then you know his leadership. And you know what, he he actually probably swung the bat a lot better than his numbers show. You know, he's kind of creeping in back into his 2014, 2015, like exit velos and things like that. He just hit some balls at people. So uh, we have a lot of evaluating to do um, to make sure that we're putting the best lineup out out there every day. It makes it difficult when you have a bunch of guys performing well. And it's interesting, too, Mickey, because you guys have won a bunch of ball games here, and you you haven't had the best production from everybody. Last year, the big issue was, well, they got to keep these guys healthy. Well, this year, they're healthy and they're not producing. And mainly, and I know Cespedes has had some big hits here. And and by the way, you got to take him out to a round of golf or something. I mean, whatever it is, Mickey, to get him making some contact more consistently get him on the golf course for goodness sake but Conforto too and Conforto is the guy who I thought is the best hitter on your ball club those two guys at the top haven't been what we had hoped through the first few weeks of this season no they've had their ups and downs that's for sure the good part is you know uh, Conforto is still getting on base at a very high rate he's taking his walks so he'll end up coming out of it and the good thing about Seth is he's still getting his RBIs Um, you know his home runs and RBIs are there you know, I think Seth is going to be an MVP candidate. You know, I think that uh, batting average can always go up very drastically in a short period of time. But if you're leaving, you know, RBIs out there and you're not getting those runs in, it's hard to compete uh, for an MVP. And Seth is has gotten the RBIs, you know, his batting average is a little low, but that's going to come and go, and, and he'll get that up when he starts getting hot. So I feel like he's in a really good spot to bounce back and, uh, you know, start doing something really quick. You know, Jay Bruce has swung the bat well lately, and uh, the good part is they haven't probably produced the way they can 
and we're still in first place. So once they start doing their thing, we're going to be in a really good spot. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, you can win ball games with the way that they've been playing. You expect you're going to win a lot more when they get hot. I know I was joking about it before, Mickey. Is there any serious talk about Cespedes playing golf again? I know how much he loves it. It seems like the guy wants to play. Have you guys had that discussion at all? You know what? Uh, we've talked a little bit about it, and I think that uh, you know it's okay for him to go play golf if it makes sense and he's not going to tire himself out. You know, I think there is something to what he said that it might help his swing. You know, he's got so, he's such a low ball hitter that uh, maybe the golf swing does help it out a little bit. You know, and at bottom line is if he thinks it's going to help, it probably will <laughs> from a mental standpoint. So, you know, as long as he's smart and doesn't wear himself out or get injured, I don't think there I have a problem with it at all. One thing I've noticed from Cespedes, he his hustle has been fantastic this year, and at times it's been questioned, and maybe it had to do with the leg injuries over the last couple of years, but it's been rare to see him leave his feet in the outfield. He slid for a ball. I know he didn't catch it yesterday, but made the effort, was able to reach on uh, an error to, to shortstop and was booking it down the line the whole way. How, how do you think you've gotten you know Cespedes to buy in, or uh, you know what do you credit to uh, what we've seen from Cespedes effort-wise this year? You know, I think first and foremost, we have that expectation of all of our guys. You know, you got to go out there and play the game the right way. And second, I think he wants to do it for the team. I think he knows we can do something special here and that he's going to have to lead our team doing that. So he's got to play the game the right way, just like everybody else. And he has been tremendous at it. I mean, cutting balls off, getting them in, keeping guys at first, throwing guys out. Um, getting big RBIs, big hits. You know, he's he's doing everything he can to help this team win right now. Talking with the manager of the first place, New York Mets. Mickey, you know, we talk about the lineup being healthy but not really producing. Well, the starters as well. We always thought this would be a strength of this team if they could stay healthy. They have been healthy for the most part, and there's been a lot of underperformance. You talked recently, you know, with Steven Matz, a, a mental thing. Harvey, obviously, we know about his struggles. Wheeler inconsistent as well. Tell me if you think at this point you can maybe rely on one of these three guys to step up and be consistent you know, throughout the course of the season. I thought it would be Matt's would be the guy, but again, it looks like he's got the stuff, but the mentality just not there. What's the issue with either Matt's, Harvey, or Wheeler, just one of those three you need to perform for you? Yeah, I mean, I think one of them is going to step up, and you're right. It probably just needs to be one of the three to step in and, and get the job done because, you know, our two top guys are going to be very consistent. You know, I think I think you uh, hit the nail on the head when you said we all thought. You know, we no one ever knew because um, they've never pitched in the rotation together. So, uh, you know, I think that uh, what we have to do is just – Look and see what we have and try to continue to improve every single day because these do, these guys do have the talent to get the job done. Now we have to, you know, embrace what they can do and then work on the things that they need to work on. And if we continue to do that, we're going to be in a good spot and one or two, maybe all three of them will step up and we're going to get some stuff done. How did you feel, Mickey, about Harvey? Look, it's one thing not to perform. It's another thing to have a questionable attitude. This is not a first-time offense for him. He's been doing this for a long time, even when he was pitching great. I, it rubbed me the wrong way, not talking to reporters, even in a night where you guys won. I mean, it came across as selfish for a guy who needs to be unselfish at this point to resurrect his career and help the team here. Did you have a problem with the way he didn't speak to reporters and then the next day uh, being you know, kind of ornery with reporters? 
No, you know what? Uh, I think the players uh, have the freedom to talk to and and not talk to who they want. You know, I think that uh, that's what our country's built on is is that uh, you know freedom. But uh, you know, I think that what what we need Matt to do is embrace this bullpen role and go out there and try to be the best Matt Harvey he can be. And I feel like he's doing that. And you talk about accountability a lot, and and that's the way that the fans and the media see the accountability. What have you seen from from Harvey, and what are some other ways within the team that a guy can be accountable and live up to that part of being a New York Met? Yeah, I know. I think they have to get here. They have to make sure that they have a routine that they're accomplishing every day and working hard. I think all of our guys do that. We don't have one guy that comes to the field and just sits around and expects to go out there and have success. So, you know, I think that's the biggest part of the accountability. They have to have a process. They have to be able to use information, and they have to be able to go out there and and be aggressive and not be timid. And if we can do all those things, you know, I think that uh, holding those guys accountable for those things, Mm -hmm. then we can do something special. And we're talking again with uh, Mets manager Mickey Calloway. Uh, In the offseason, there's some talk about Jairus Familia being used in maybe some non-traditional closer situations. You've used him relatively traditionally, uh, you know, quite a few four out save opportunities for him or multiple inning uh, save opportunities but at some point do you think we'll see him break out of that or you mix it up a little bit late in games oh yeah I think you're going to see that at some point you know really uh, so far after losing Swarzak you know I felt it was probably necessary to kind of go the more traditional route um, you know, I think once we get Swarzak back in the mix and we get, uh, you know, Blevins going and we get Ramos going, um, that we can do some different things with the back end of our pen. You know, I think that uh, the decision we make, we have to take into account, you know, how everybody's going at the time. And Juris Familia has been fantastic. I mean, other than, what, two games, he has, has most saves in the league, I believe, and had a one-something ERA. You know, just because he blows two games on a, you know, a ground ball that goes all the way to the wall and then, a, you know, I thought was a good pitch last night. The guy hit a double on. Um, we can't run away from him. But uh, once we get more of our personnel back in line, pitching the way they can, and we can uh, maybe, you know, use those guys a little bit differently, we will. You know, Mickey, I was you know we're all watching along and managed along yesterday. In particular, you have Syndergaard pitching a jam, hurt a little bit by the defense, tight game. I didn't have a problem necessarily with choosing Gazelman in that spot. Some people maybe wanted familiar, but ultimately, I think I would have liked to see Syndergaard finish that game, not get knocked out till he gives up the lead. But I also know he was at 101 pitches. Is that a hard number? I mean, are we ever going to see a pitcher go more than you know 105, 103, something like that with you? Or once they get to that mark, they're finished. No, I, you're going to see guys go out to 110, and we would have been totally uh, comfortable with, uh, I mean, uh, with uh, Syndergaard going out to 110 yesterday. I think it probably was more about who was coming up and how good of at-bats he had off of Syndergaard that day. And, you know, him coming up for the fourth time in that situation, first and third, um, you know, we were we were contemplating it, but we went ahead and pulled the trigger and tried to get a fresh arm in there. Because once you get to 100 pitches, you know, you're getting pretty tired. So, uh, you know, I, I wish he could have finished it, but uh, that wasn't the case, and uh, he pitched a heck of a game. Finally, Mickey, big night in New York sports last night. Uh, the Jets land uh, Sam Darnold, and I was reading the scouting report on him. 
Apparently he has an issue sliding, and, and that, that's something. <laughs> would you be willing to help him out with that kind of thing? You think if he, if he came to the bench, you, you'd help him out, teach him what he needs to know? Oh, yeah. We got a uh, great uh, base running coach in Ruben Amaro, and he can help him out in that regard big time. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mickey Calloway, Mets manager. Were you, uh, you know, did, did you follow much last night? Are you a football guy, or uh, are you just on the no, flight and worried you know, about I your was, own thing? I was busy. Yeah, we were, we were flying through the air, and then I was uh, busy resting <laughs> last <laughs> night. We had a. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about the football season coming up. And, uh, you know, I think uh, now that the draft's over, baseball's going to get really, really popular there in New York. Yeah, one, one thing at a time, Pete. Let Mickey focus on the Metsies, baby. <laughs> Mickey, get back to yeah. winning some series here. Good luck out in San Diego on the rest of the night. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mickey. Thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate it.